The Create Well podcast is recorded on the ancestral lands of the Tongva people. Here at Create Well, we are a labor of love, and we need your support to keep this podcast going. If you have the means, please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash createwell, or go to our website, createwellpodcast.com, and click the donate button. Or if you can't support monetarily, please rate and review our podcast. Every bit helps. Welcome to the Create Well podcast, where we explore the intersection of creativity, wellness, and entrepreneurship. I'm Erica Elon. I'm a puppy mom to puppy bear. Uh, I used to paint. <laughs> Don't anymore. <laughs> but I'm going to soon. You will. And um, a low-key paddleboarder because it's almost summer again. You can find my work on IG at, at Erica Elon. And I'm Ray Saragossa, singer-songwriter, composer, dog mom. And you can find my work on IG at, at Ray Saragossa on IG. And today, we're going to get to know our hosts better. Woo! Yay! Woo. Hi, Hi, Ray! Hi! <laughs> we're here in person again. Yay! So I know we happy. had a week, a week of you in New York, right? I know. That was last week? Yeah, that was last week. Oh Ooh, how's it been being back? <laughs> Your Bronx in the background. Bronx is crying. He had his squeaker toy confiscated for the record, so if you hear him crying in the background it's his tears <laughs> but it's a little better than the squeaker it is. um so uh how does it feel to be back it feels good mm. i'm tired i feel like i don't have the same stamina for traveling as i used to mm. i just kind of like i don't know i have like i don't know i just don't really want to get back on a plane again like it was really yeah. exhausting mm-hmm. um otherwise i feel okay i mean it's been a hard week for me i've had to like have some difficult conversations and, and difficult mm-hmm. things for me and like you know my career and stuff which we don't need to get into yeah maybe in the future we'll get into it but it's just sometimes sometimes like you re- remember that your artistic career is a business and yeah that you know that comes with a lot of difficult choices and difficult conversations and so yeah I don't know today I kind of feel like the sad CEO <laughs> yeah. yeah no and I mean, we we do talk about that a lot, but it does come with a lot of hard emails, phone calls, Mm -hmm. very honest conversations. And I think often different than perhaps working at like like I used to work at a warehouse. Mm -hmm. The the hard conversations there with like a painter who came in to buy paint feel a lot different than the really personal conversations that you're constantly having about the things that matter most to you in relation to other human beings it's It's, very hard it's hard it's hard so yeah so it's been like a sad ceo week um which is fine and um but otherwise i'm just like so excited for summer like i literally Mm. am wearing shorts right now you look very summery and i'm jealous because i'm in yeah, you're what like I, I'm black. in what I wear every day, but <laughs> black leggings and a black oversized sweater. You're looking comfy as hell. Um, I have my two paddle boards like right next to you. Yes, I'm so excited for summer. Um, it's also you know I don't know things are opening up again, mm-hmm. and so yeah, it's it's pretty wild. How mm-hmm. are you feeling right now? 
artistically you did mention in the intro <laughs> that you're not painting so tell, tell us about how how is your artist doing today okay well you know the hat co i work for mm -hmm. has grown a lot yeah they're killing really exciting killing. things and i love that work mm -hmm. and so it's it's totally taken over recently yeah <clears throat> so mm -hmm boundaries with like full-time work life mm -hmm. right now it's more than full-time work life and mm -hmm. art life have to shift some mm -hmm. and thankfully the people I work with are very supportive of that yeah. I just like get into this mode mm -hmm. and I love the work so much yeah. that I just want to like keep rolling and yeah. like see yeah. how much I can get done and how much I, I can know. do and I love it once you get on that hamster wheel, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. So I'm definitely, yeah, hamster wheel is a good visual. I'm yeah. definitely on that and enjoying a lot of it. Yeah. And missing what that means. Yeah. For my art. I mean, it's like we have to create boundaries with things, <clears throat> even the great things. Yeah. Even the really good things. And I was listening to a podcast or a meditation. I forget where <laughs> I picked up this little <laughs> nugget of knowledge. But talking about how basically, like, we all know this, but too much of a good thing, mm. actually, you know, even if it's like, you know, too much attention to wellness can actually become Ooh, a bad thing. Yes. You know, it, when it once it becomes obsessive or once it becomes yeah. like excessive and there's no balance, there's no mm. boundaries, um, any great thing can turn into a bad thing. Yep. Um, even, you know meditation if you become mm -hmm. obsessed and like hate yourself every day because you're not meditating that's not doing you any good no. you know you have to be kind to yourself and so be kind to yourself Thanks. Erica um yeah I'm working on it I'm acknowledging the issue yeah. and then we'll figure out acceptance some is the first step to change <laughs> <Some> tangible <laughs> steps forward oh my gosh but I'm excited about today yes and just an episode with you and because yeah. I feel like we have a lot of new listeners since yeah. we initially started in Hi, season new one oh. um so we just kind of wanted to do like another get fun, to know you get to know you yeah kind of thing yeah we just want to have some fun today because we've had some like really like I don't know really amazing interviews we've had some um yeah some just like some great folks on the pod and so we thought let's just like kind of strip it down back to back to our our basics of just like chatting and um I had this idea of kind of surprising each other with like 10 lightning round questions <laughs> and so neither of us have have been prepped on these questions <laughs> which is literally my worst nightmare all the time I know. ray is great at this as you all know i'm so cruel i was like what would i love that erica would hate <laughs> uh, you're gonna see my very limited recall i'm gonna give very generic answers to everything <laughs> i believe in you we're gonna go deep and i said like let's keep these questions at everywhere from like serious to silly so yep. Um, I'll go first. Okay. 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 My first question. And since it's lightning round, you just say the first thing comes to your head. Oh my gosh. Oh my and gosh. <laughs> Ray is just speaking from her. No uh, thinking aloud. Skill set here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. No thinking aloud. Okay. Bronx, um, I need help. Okay. How do you feel you're different as an artist since we started the podcast? Ooh, I'm not painting as much, but then... Mm -hmm. 
We had Ooh. so much time though we when did. we started this podcast, which we were talking about too, because we were looking at pictures of ourselves when we were exercising. Yeah, we were I mean, exercising. We were like lot. working out a lot <laughs> because we had nothing to do. Like it was like last summer yeah. when everything was closed. Yeah. So in like anyway, sorry, I'm not supposed to be like interjecting on your answer. No. But like I'm just letting you off the hook for a second because there was literally nothing to do when we started this podcast. We were doing Thursday hype houses, which I really recommend to people. Yeah. Like if you have a creative you can get together with and make content, do it because we all need somebody to mm. film your crap or yeah. photograph you yeah. doing whatever. Yeah. We were doing hype houses once a week. We were working out in the morning. We were documenting what we were doing. We were oh like full steam ahead on yeah. Create Well. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I'm an artist with a lot less buffer time to make art in. Um, yeah. Like we were just talking about. Okay. That's my first, that's For my sure. gut reaction. I didn't really get the whole lightning round thing, so you have kind of more complicated questions to respond That's to okay. quickly. <laughs> I'll still answer quickly. <laughs> Who is one of your listeners or fans that you fangirled over the most when you found out they listened to your music? Ooh! Oh my gosh! Like, wait, 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 wait! Ah. Lightning round, lightning round. <laughs> um, definitely Rosario Dawson. Ooh, yeah, that what? was crazy. That oh was crazy gosh. cupcakes, like. So crazy, like, yeah. Um, that co- connect definitely came through, like Joey Montoya, like Urban Native Era. So dope. I don't even know how. This was like a couple years ago, but she asked me to be on her TV show and perform on it, and then, um, she asked me if she could use my song as the theme song for the TV show. Oh my god! And I was like, what? Like this was like just the crazy. I was like, yeah, crazy. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, yeah, I mean, there was more me fangirling her than, like, her fangirling me at all. (laughs) But, like, just the fact that she wanted me to be on her thing with my music was insane. And then I gave her a gift of these feather earrings that my uncle made. And um, the next time I saw her, she was wearing them. Mm. And, like. That's very magical. Freaking out, freaking out. I will say you answered this question wrong. The obvious, very simple answer is me. (laughs) But I also appreciate Rosario Dawson. (laughs) Like, this is a question that I actually had an answer in mind. This is the first question because it's about me. (laughs) So, yeah. Also, I I, I grew up, like, with Rosario Dawson posters on my wall because I love Rent the Movie. I mean, I love Rent the Musical, like, everything about Rent, but... So yeah, I definitely like wanted to be her. So anyway, yeah, that's that's amazing. Dreams come that's true. a really good one. Okay, if Bear, puppy Yay. Bear, your dog. If anyone doesn't know who Bear is, um, could talk. What's the first thing she would say to you? Why was this almost like a question I asked you too about Bronx? <laughs> Honestly, she's in teenage puppy stage yeah. and. Also, like, not totally bonded to me. She would probably say, I love my space (laughs) and let me sleep out of the crate every night instead of only every other night. I did see that video of you, though, and she was all bonded to you. Yeah, she like I was I was practicing dance and she came over and like literally laid on top of me, which she had never done. And she's still a puppy. Like, we're yeah, we get along great. She's a teenager. Teenagers are like, yeah, yeah, you know, she's got teenage angst right now. Mm -hmm. Well, I love that. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Um, oh, what was a moment you felt most connected to your purpose or your calling? 
moment I felt most connected to my purpose or my calling, probably my first gig as a mm. singer songwriter ever. I played at the, I mean, before this, I had played maybe at a farmer's market or two before. Yeah. But my first like real like booked show, I played, it was like a pay to play show which i'm not sure if anyone really knows never do that is yeah never do that it's basically where like you pay the venue to let you play there Mm -hmm. but i ended up making a bunch of money on it because i brought so many people sold so many tickets yeah so yeah it wasn't like i really paid ray's already beating the system yeah i already beat the system like day one so (laughs) um but um i remember it was like my second song in and um it just felt felt so effortless, mm. you know. It just felt like so effortless. And before that, I had been acting my whole life, and I felt like that took so much out of me. And it was I had to put so much effort into it. It didn't feel very natural. It didn't feel like a natural art form for me. And I was like, yeah, like two songs in. I had only written like four songs to my name at that point. So like I played my four songs and then like played covers. Cute. And but I was just like on stage and like people, everyone was like looking at me, and I literally felt this like shiver go through my spine Dang. of just like wherever I am right now I am never leaving like huh. this space is my home you know and I never felt that sense of belonging or that sense of purpose ever mm-hmm. before in my life until that gig and that was the summer of um 2012 yeah wow so you were you were out of high school yeah at that, that was point. like one like exactly one year <laughs> Out of high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I get mm. nervous before every question. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Where could you see yourself living next after Long Beach? Ooh. I've tried to think about this. Mm-hmm. I've thought about Northern California area. The Bay or something? Or, like, way north? Like, maybe more north, like, in the mountainy area, because I've driven through, That's, like, so that area up there. a lot. Yeah. I really love it. Um, and then, recently, I've been like, oh, my gosh. I Growing up in the Midwest mm. and then moving to the West Coast, I haven't spent much time at all on the East Coast. Mm. And I'm like, there's a whole world over there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've been kind of like, huh, that would be interesting yeah. someday. I literally, like, I don't even know... Mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I would go over there. Right. But there's a whole world over New there York. places. New York. <laughs> New York. Probably not New York. I've been to New York. <laughs> I like Chicago more. So yeah. it would be something like under New York. Yeah. Along mm-hmm. the coast. Mm-hmm. Cool, By the cool, ocean, cool, cool, for cool. sure. Nice. I like Maine. Maine's pretty. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maine is beautiful. It's so cold. Very cold. Very so chilly. Cold. Right. I, I always forget when it's my turn. I'm like, keep the questions coming. I'm doing so good. Oh, wow. You're doing a great job. I'm <laughs> really you. proud of you. Um, what would be the ideal TV show you would want to write music for? OMG. Well, first, I got to shout out Rutherford Falls. Oh, it's so funny. Um, this show is so great. Uh, it's just like a new sitcom on Peacock. Um, and the showrunner... I actually had met her, the creator mm. showed her. I had met her because my friend Rainy had her on her podcast. And Ray. she was like, you know, like, Ray, like, come meet this, like, amazing native writer who's um, writes on Brooklyn Nine-Nine and um, Superstore and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. I thought, like, went next, like, down. She was my next door neighbor. And mm. I was like, I just sat there during the interview. And I was like, she's so cool. That's awesome. And then I texted Rainy. I'm like, wait, is this the same writer? 
and um indeed your brush with fame the the one the one brush with fame you had oh my gosh (laughs) i like anyway this show is so good so shout out to rutherford falls Mm -hmm. as soon as you said tv show that's what i thought of Mm -hmm. um but okay so the typical tv show i would love to write music for i'm gonna give two answers the first is that i'd love to write my own um animated tv show it's like something kind of Mm. like bob's burgers or like the simpsons or like even like kind of maybe not maybe not as far as like south park but something that's really like funny Mm -hmm. and adult and just like kind of political or poking fun at shit Mm -hmm. and had a musical number in every episode amazing i would love that that would be really cool um so that's number one. But number two is I'd also love to like be the composer or, you know, someone who's writing original music for something really intense and dramatic. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know. Like the first thing I'm thinking of is like, I, don't, I mean, even like something like fantasy or even like some right. kind of like, um, I, I keep on thinking like, like almost like, I don't know, like kind of like Twilight, the TV show, uh-huh. you know, where there's like all these worlds coming together yeah. and it's fantasy and there's like um, really high stakes moments and really, mm-hmm. you know, intense makeout scenes and stuff. Oh. I feel like. Do you feel like you could write really good music for intense makeout yes. scenes? Yes. Yeah. That's I, a wonderful thing to feel absolutely. confident about. Well, one time my, my music was in this horror film oh. and my my songs were in two scenes a sex scene and a murder scene oh my gosh and i was like you know they picked you for those are pretty intense moments it's like kind of an honor to a murder scene a murder scene i mean a sex scene is like fun like yeah fun murder scene yeah how do you process that i know i'm like my voice is like the the backdrop of murder oh my god yeah yeah, but oh. it's kind of like how actors like you know you want those meaty roles like yeah. you want you want that opportunity to like right. do the thing that you mm-hmm. would never think of yeah. in real life and so kind of like in the same way being the music in a murder scene kind of like is kind of exciting because right. it's like wow my music it provokes an emotion that mm-hmm. is so intense that's mm-hmm. pretty cool so dang yeah that was my very oh my long-winded goodness. answer watch rutherford falls everyone yeah i will be dming her and we will see if <laughs> she wants to come Please. on the pod let's go oh my gosh next week yeah next week <laughs> <laughs> um okay if you were an animal mm. what would you be and what would your superpower be? So you're a super animal. Ooh, a super animal. As I'm watching these pigeons right outside your window. <laughs> sitting, They're pretty super. Um, ooh, so I grew up really loving otters and the ocean. Aww. Um, so maybe I would be... No, I take it back. I think I would be a whale shark that could also fly. That is so cute. So it could be in the water and huge, and they're like super gentle, and they yeah. just float along. 
and but also i could go like up above the water oh and be gosh. this like giant bubbly You're like a submarine and a blimp yeah that they're so cute. so cute they're so pretty i love that answer so yeah there's no like point in any of that except for the beauty of a flying whale shark. you would be a beautiful <laughs> flying whale shark i love <laughs> I love how like you're like if I'm gonna be an animal, I better be fucking beautiful. <laughs> I better be beautiful. I better be fucking and, like stunning. the largest animal on the planet. And massive. I better be like a massive beautiful beast. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. So, oh, such cute questions for me for you. <laughs> What has your most romantic or cheesy moment with Drew been? <laughs> Shout out to oh, Drew. OMG. I wish I could just say one. I mean, there's there's like, <laughs> like way too how many. How long do I have? Okay. Um, I guess the first one that comes to mind. Oh, gosh. There's, okay. The, the most romantic or cheesy moment with Drew. Ooh. We can both be such cheese balls. So it's like pretty intense. Um, I mean, I want to say the surprise party that was amazing mm-hmm. and how he got me a giant pinata and it like looked like the pinata I- that I befriended when I was five. It was really cute. But I'm not going to say that because I, that was like obviously amazing. Like I'm going to say one of the more like the B sides. Perfect. Um, I would say that on Valentine's day, um, he did something so cute. He got like a bunch of index cards and he basically wrote down like he called it like the the like x-ray files <laughs> and, he, and he basically like wrote down like a bunch of random stuff some from like the podcast of different things huh. about my life and just started like kind of recording like he was like if these if you had if I wrote a biography about you like these would be the chapters and like what? these different like moments in my life that he wasn't there for but like he's just like it just showed me how much he listens and he was mm. like when Rihanna was five she befriended a pinata and they became best friends oh until her sister's friends beat the pinata senseless for candy super traumatic yeah yeah anyway it was really really sweet and it, we'd only been dating for like a couple months and mm. he just like made this whole little like archive of like chapters of my one day biography it was so cute that's really cute <laughs> thank you for sharing okay so um if you could only listen to one song and look at one landscape for the rest of your life what song and what landscape why am I pulling up my Spotify? Because I can't remember song names. <laughs> okay, so the artist is a fairly easy one for me. It could be anything by Olafur Arnolds. Mm-hmm. I love Olafur Arnolds. Ooh. Um, but maybe I would choose. Ooh, how do I choose one? Um, probably near light. Mm. The song by him. Um, look it up. It's really beautiful. They're all soundscapes. He's this oh, incredible pianist. Oh my gosh. And they're these like very like um rich yeah. and deep Yeah, I feel like if you're gonna listen to one song the rest of your life, it should be like a soundscape. Yeah, yeah. He writes some of my favorite uh like TV show uh That's soundtracks so cool. too. Super good. Um and then one landscape. This is such a good question. Um <laughs> definitely an ocean. Once I was in What ocean? <laughs> I was in Ecuador on a boat. 
I don't know what the ocean was called. But that ocean. But that was the ocean because watching the sunset there, you watch the sunset and these um, manta rays all like fling themselves out of the water and back into the ocean like over and over. They're really beautiful. Wow. That was the one. It was an orange sky. I let like if you've ever looked at my Instagram, like Mm. blue and orange and like these like kind of moodier tones I love. Oh, blue and orange. Yeah, that would be it. I'll share a photo from that ocean. Please do. Please, please. Your turn. All right. I'm really failing at (laughs) my turn. It's called lightning round. (laughs) (laughs) These long dramatic pauses. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, you'll love this one. What would you do today with five hundred thousand dollars? Oh, Ray's favorite. (laughs) Today. (laughs) Okay, like. Yeah, like, like it has to go right today. now. Yeah. All of it has to be spent today. Spent, invested, whatever. It has oh, to like move. It. Now that you said invested. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it has to get out of the, the briefcase. Yes. Okay. So definitely would first mm-hmm. um, rent like some kind of really big house. Somewhere just for the day, just for the day. to have a big party with all and to decide what to do with the rest yeah, of yeah, the yeah. money. I will decide at the house. Like I gotta get to the house first. Okay. Wait, no, 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 no. I, I take that back. First, you'd fill your Roth IRA. No, no. <laughs> I already maxed it out for the year, girl. Oh, you're so. Good. I already maxed it out for the year. Everybody, okay. do what Ray does. <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. Um, I'm not gonna buy the rent the house. For okay, the day. that'd be a huge waste of money. <laughs> What I would do with that 500K uh-huh. is I would buy a house. No. Yes. yes. I would use 300,000 of it mm-hmm. to, to, but I have to do it today. Ooh. I know that's too quick. It's hard. This is a big question, you guys. I'm like, I'm feeling worked I think, up. I feel like you can like commit to what you're going to okay, do okay. with it too today. Okay. What I would do is I would invest 100000 of it. Uh-huh. Just like in the stocks or, mm-hmm. you know, on my brand new Vanguard account. So good. Um, And then 300000 of it, I would decide a place to buy and I would buy a house, mm-hmm. put a down payment on. Mm-hmm. And then the other hundred thousand, I would basically make like a bunch of fellowships for people, so and give them out as like fellowships. So I will selfishly use most of it for my future home, and then um, give back in an educational way to maybe like young artists. So, of color. Yes. Somebody give Boom. me $500,000. Yeah, guys, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, What TV movie or book character do you identify with most? Oh, my gosh. I'll okay. tell you. I told, I'll tell you mine. Okay. Just yes, so you know what I'm please. saying. Sometimes I feel like I am like the Leslie Nope of folk music because mm. she's really <laughs> intense and she likes sugar. So. Oh, my gosh. This is like maybe a really hard question for me because you don't watch a lot much TV. I don't watch a lot of TV. 
if I watch it, it's reality TV, and I'm really embarrassed. Reality if TV I'm shows count. Share, share who I identify with in reality TV. Ah. Um, it also could be a book character. It also could be like a cartoon. You know, if I'm being really on, no, I don't know. Say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> okay. Say it. Say it. Well, I grew up. <laughs> this is not relevant anymore. But in high school, I was the same age as the Gossip Girl cast we grew up together oh right so i love gossip serena, girl serena vanderwoodsen i, I thought oh i was her yes so yeah that was my high school answer oh to that oh my god i'm really excited for the reboot too have you seen the reboot i, I think i've actually read like i'm so embarrassed to say that right now <laughs> i love serena vanderwoodsen wonderful I yeah like i mean you were in new york so smart yeah she she's is so classy her her outfit she, do you remember her, like the her, icon she was then yeah and now you look and it's her like tall whoa. boots tall boots short skirts the like mm-hmm. tie that she's was a, undone. always thinking for herself you know so like dope. she's you know i i really liked when she was with dan because i'm real i was like like my the cover of my binder when I was younger was Penn Badgley. Like I was just yeah. like me and Penn Badgley forever. I can't imagine growing up like in New York around Gossip, Gossip Girl. Girl time. Yeah, Gossip Girl was a era. huge deal. I mean, <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna laugh. Gossip Girl was standardized. Like not like our. I went to a really weird middle <laughs> school. I went to like a performing arts school where a lot of right. things were not really supervised. But in sixth grade, before we got into sixth grade, we had a list of books we could read. Gossip Girl was on that list. I don't know who put it on there. I, I think what happened was like the teacher asked the students, like, what book should I put on this list? They're like, Gossip Girl. Oh, my god. And gosh. there were like sex scenes in it. Right. And you were like 10 reading that. That was on my summer reading list. Oh, my god. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I love Serena Vanderwood. Oh, it, it really was the wonderful show. And then and I, like yeah. feeling like you're the same Blake age Lively. as them. Like yeah. all of a sudden you're seniors in high school together and everybody's like applying to college and you are too. Like, And I was like, I was like, um, oh, well, I was actually the girl in the in the TV show that uh-huh. Taylor Momsen plays, who's like two uh-huh. years younger. That was like my grade. We were right. like two years younger than right. you guys. And Taylor Momsen actually was also in my grade at Amazing. PBAS once I left, but. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it really felt like it was happening to all of us, I, even I though it, it wasn't because I was in this like really weird performing arts public school. Like we were like literally the opposite so of the gossip funny. girl. <laughs> so you didn't have uniforms? No. Aww. We showed up in like like you were more likely to show up in like an animal onesie than like oh my a uniform at my school. <laughs> like it was all about like just be who you are and be creative. Cute. So and there oh. were like 25 kids per grade. Like we were not the gossip girls. We were like the very twenty five kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um okay, your turn. What is one of the more difficult things that you've used music to process healing? Um well, I think definitely the big one is identity. And I've talked mm. about it like a million times, but um I think just like processing like who I am and like how to make sense of you know being myself I think Mm. I didn't really know how to do until I started writing music you know yeah because I think I never felt like there was a part I could play as an Mm. actor or whatever because I felt so mixed race and mixed identity and then music was like my way of like creating my own character that Mm. I could be that was authentic to me and so yeah I'd say that I think also um all kinds of breakups and all mm. kinds of world events. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
COVID. I've written yeah. so many songs during mm-hmm. um, because it's like, I don't know, taking all those like crazy thoughts and turning them into music is like so healing. Yeah. I love that question. Yay. My last one Oof. is where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, no, I don't plan, Ray. <laughs> I know, so I asked you. I love it. Ooh, I see myself. Ooh. It's not like if you say it, it's like set in stone, <laughs> you know? Or you can, let's say this, you don't have to be realistic either. Like, what's your yeah. dream? Like, where, mm. like, if you could choose any, any situation, anything five mm. years from now. I think know? I still would be in Long Beach. I really Rock love on. Long Beach. I love it. Long Beach um, and my puppy will be bigger and yeah. cute and calmer. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> um, I think I would be in a place where I could, whatever this means, be investing in entrepreneurs and small business owners mm, Cool. Um, in a more tangible way, whether that's with like mentoring or mm. consulting or actually having enough money to regularly do that um i think that would be where i really want to be i love that thanks all right oh this one's kind of different but this Mm. brings our maybe maybe another piece of what we talk about what do you love most about your body oh my gosh wow it's a great (laughs) um it's a great question um what do I love most about my body? Um maybe my legs cuz I have like really yes! strong ass legs like I could like <laughs> kick the shit out of anything. It's true. And in the last year, your legs. So a year ago now, yeah. I was like, "Ray, we need to do sprints." So we would sprint oh, I know. and I would win. <laughs> it wasn't a competition, but I would win. <laughs> now Three months ago, I was like, Ray, let's do a sprint after our workout. And Ray blew me out of the water. I thought I was dying. Oh, it's skating. Because she skated for yeah. a year. So your legs are bomb. Yeah, I definitely have always been like, my leg strength has been like what's outshine the rest of my body. Mm-hmm. My whole life, because I played soccer when I was yeah. younger. And I have long legs. I'm like all legs. I'm still like kind of tall, but not really. But like, yeah, I feel like if I was ever in a situation where I had to defend myself, Mm-hmm. I would just start kicking and be like, pow, 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 pow. So good. <laughs> yes to your legs. Yay. Okay, so now um, I have one more question. Oh, my gosh. For both of us. Okay. If we could dream of three people to have on the pod, Ooh. who would they be? Alive or dead? Ooh. You get three, I get three. Okay, because I feel like you had time to prep this. (laughs) You say one first. (laughs) Darn! (laughs) I would have on the podcast my great-grandmother. My grandma, Mm yeah. Then you say one, and then I'll say one. We're going to have to cut out some dramatic pausing Okay, I'll say another one. I'll say another one. one. Um... I would want to have on the podcast. Um, I want to have Deb Holland on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking Kamala Harris. I was yes. listening to her speak some this morning on a thing. And yeah, like it would be pretty incredible. Yeah. My third one is I would want to have Malala on the podcast. Oh, wow. Because I just watched her documentary. And she like, I just like 
I don't know. Her energy is so amazing. And obviously she's like just someone any person would want to interview. But oh, I just want to be in a room with her. Dang. In her presence. Okay. <laughs> One of these is somebody who I've been thinking the last couple of weeks I want to ask to be on. And it's mm-hmm. um, a model and a climate protector who I got to work with a couple weeks ago. Her name is Quana Rose Chasing Horse. And she cool. this week was on the cover of Mexico Vogue. Super dope. So she's somebody that's so cool that hopefully we can maybe possibly get on in the future. Um, and then the other is this philosopher that I read a lot of in college, and she's um, she's older, so she's not alive anymore. But Simone Weil, <gasps> who writes a lot on yeah. like mundane, like working and the mundane and wow. the meaning in it. Wow. And it's it feels really ahead of her time. Mm. She was like working class in France and wow. um and it's all really beautiful. Like everything kind of comes back to like prayer and circles mm. and but it's all within like okay, whatever. Amazing. So Simone Vile. That's, that's amazing. That's another person. It'd be great. Yay! Yay! We did it. Lightning oh my round gosh. Complete. Lightning round complete. A little bit of a struggle at the end for me, oh. but you did so um, well. Ray we really shined. We did it. We did it. <laughs> um, well, everyone, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Yes. Please rate and review our podcast and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Send us some support. DM us. Let us know you're out there. We love you. And now for the Create Well Challenge of the Week. The Create Well Challenge this week is a silly one. Think about what TV, movie, or book character you are. Post it. Tag us so we can share. And this week's song is A Memorable Shade by Luke Freeze.
since you've gone We don't go out much anymore Our friends have scattered like spilled dye from a drunk's crap sheet Spent ten years of my life knowing you. And what more could I ask for?